G'day you mob, Pete here, and this is another episode of Aussie English, the number one place for anyone and everyone wanting to learn Australian English. So, today I have a GOSS episode for you where I sit down with my old man, my father, Ian Smithson, and we talk about the week's news, whether locally down under here in Australia or non-locally <laughs> overseas in other parts of the world, okay? And we sometimes also talk about whatever comes to mind, right? If we can think of something interesting to share with you guys related to us or Australia, we also talk about that in the GOSS. So, these episodes are specifically designed to try and give you content about many different topics where we're obviously speaking in English and there are multiple people having a natural and spontaneous conversation in English. So, it is particularly good to improve your listening skills. In order to complement that though, I really recommend that you join the podcast membership or the academy membership at aussieenglish.com.au where you will get access to the full transcripts of these episodes, the PDFs, the downloads, and you can also use the online PDF reader to read and listen at the same time, okay? So, if you really, really want to improve your listening skills fast, Get the transcript, listen and read at the same time, keep practicing, and that is the quickest way to level up your English. Anyway, I've been rabbiting on a bit, I've been talking a bit. Let's just get into this episode, guys. Smack the bird, and let's get into it. Before we get into this one, where I thought we could- um sort of recap 2020 and, the, and and COVID and talk a bit about new, mm. vo- new vocab coming in. I've got new a few vocab. things to mention here, oh, but right. you had a really funny story that you were telling me the Did other I? day about- That'd be a novelty. About, well, <laughs> and it, it ties in with the previous episode that we just published. Hopefully, they're getting published in order. Um, Either that or look for the next one where we're talking about fatherhood. Well, you were talking about fatherhood and multi-generational houses mm. and you had a really interesting story about, I think it was Italian women- the grandmothers that were Italian that didn't speak oh, English. Oh, Maltese. 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 Sorry. Sorry. Jesus, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, Maltese. <laughs> it's my memory. It's my Italian. memory more so yeah, than confusing yeah. the two. But do you want to tell right. that story about, I guess that would be 1950s, 1960s, 70s life well, in, in Melbourne? Yeah. Um, this was a friend of mine at university. And so, we were 18, 19 at the time. Um, and- her grandparents had migrated to Australia with her parents uh, before she was born. So, they would have come out in the late, you know, mid to late 1950s. Um, she had an older sister who was, I think, one or two years old when they came out here. So, the whole family moved. Yeah. It was her father, her mother, and her father's parents and her mother's parents. And what was the reason for them moving from Malta at the time? Uh, it was just- It was- Post-Second World economic, War. Post-Second World War. Um, Malta um, was a- a really interesting place during the Second World War, interesting being a euphemism, because it was the centre of a lot of the uh, particularly naval traffic going through the Mediterranean, and it was a British outpost. So, uh, the British controlled it, but it was always under the pressure of being taken over by Italians, taken over by Germans. It's halfway between um, the southern Europe and the north coast of Africa. So, it was those huge stresses. So, quick, quick pause. Uh, it's just occurred to me, but we put ease on the end of certain nationalities yes, and languages. and not all. And it doesn't seem to have a pattern. Maltese, I found out when I looked this up with you when chatting about it. Yeah, is, why isn't it Canadese? Canadese. Well, it's, but it's- it's um, Maltese is an Arabic language, I think, or at least a the language. language. is- It's in that group. Yes. And then we have Portuguese, which is a Romance language. 
Japanese, Chinese, which are obviously in mm. two other families yeah. and, and two other yeah. but uh, Asian languages, but, but we don't we use do, it consistently. No, it's but really it's what weird, we do huh? with English. It's sort of like- it's you look at English. Mal- Malta. <laughs> we have dropped the A and put E's on the end of it. So, yeah. why isn't it Canada's? Yeah. As in Canada. Yeah. Because well, it ends a- in an A. Australia And drop the A and- <laughs> Yeah, yeah anyway, I know. That's something yeah. we'd have to dig into. Anyway, so, yeah, yes, they were from that Malta. that was a sidebar. Yeah, so they <laughs> were from Malta and they arrived in, a, they arrived in Melbourne um, late 1950s. They moved into a three or four-storey uh, apartment block in a suburb of Melbourne, eastern suburb of Melbourne. And when I knew them, uh, which was, you know, move on 18 years. Yeah, um, so the 70s. Yeah, sort of mid-1970s. Um, Danny and I would, you know, I'd go to visit her or- we would, you know, drop in on the way to somewhere else or whatever, and she'd say, um, don't bother talking to my grandmother. <laughs> and I looked at her and said, what are you talking I about? I like old people. Yeah, because they, they, had, they, had, they had the entire floor in this building. They had three yeah. apartments on, the, uh, on this building. And that was you know, Danny and her sister and her parents lived in one. Two sets, a set of grandparents lived in another one. A set of grandparents lived in the in the third Imagine one. Imagine that. And so her two and she and I said, "What are you talking about?" And she said, "Well, my grandmothers only speak Italian, and yeah, a lot of people from Malta only speak Italian, or they speak a bit of Maltese, but um, so yeah, Italian was their first language." And she just said, "Don't bother speaking to them because you know they only speak Italian, and I'm not going to be bothered you know translating for you all the time." They'll pretend to understand. And right? She said, "No, they won't. They'll just talk at you." <laughs> and, and they. <laughs> And, and and I said, really? And she said, yeah. And I said, they've lived here for your entire life. She said, yeah. Um, but why aren't they speaking? Because they've never had to. Because <laughs> when they arrived, their husbands and their son or son-in-law, in the case of the, you know, the mother's parents, um, all went out to work. So, they all had to learn to speak English. The men had yeah. to learn to speak English very yeah. quickly. To earn a wage. To earn a wage. Um her if, mother. A side note there, if you want to see a really good movie about that, I think I have the book up here somewhere. It's a weird mob. They're a weird, or weird mob. They're a weird mob. And it's about, it's Nino Colotta. Nina Colotta is the pseudonym. Comes over to Australia from Italy. Them. Almost exactly the same sort of story yeah. and hits the ground sort of running, right? So, he has a little bit of English, but he has to kind of- Get a job and have these interactions, goes to the pub, meets women, has Starts a relationship. Starts learning English in a really English. bad way. Yeah, and gets taught all this slang and everything, you know. And, yeah. and so, it's a really good movie from the 60s, I think. Yeah. Or 60s, find the book yeah. as well. It's a funny book. Have yeah. a view or a read of that because that'll mm. give you an idea of what these Maltese families and yeah. old women would have yeah. been. The sort of situation. Mm. They would have probably been the generation above Nino, the the parents of someone like they Nino. They would have. Yeah. 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 yeah, so Nino would have been a few years older than yeah, um, yeah, and so yeah, so they didn't speak any English, and they because they never had to. And I said, "What do you mean?" She said, "Well, they never leave the house because <laughs> they don't have to. They've got- or when they do, they go somewhere that they have Italians. <laughs> yeah, or when they do, they've got their husbands or their children or their mm-hmm. grandchildren, or whatever, with them. And and it was that you live in this little miniature enclave of three apartments in this block of you know apartments in you know the middle of Melbourne, and. All they had to do was they just went from one house to the other. They looked after the grandchildren. They cooked. They cleaned. That was their job, which would have been exactly the job they had mm. as grandparents back in Malta. Uh, but in Malta, of course, they would have gone to the markets. They would have you know, gone all over the place. But here, they couldn't do that. They couldn't They couldn't go out shopping. It's, it's interesting, right? It's because weird. Connecting that with sort of COVID. If you're watching, Danny, love you. Connecting that with COVID, it would be like they were constantly in kind of lockdown or, or isolation, at least- um, Socially, right? yeah, oh, of course, uh, but and they yet, didn't they mind. Loved it. They didn't. They yeah. loved it because, and and 
Danny used to say that they love this country. Yeah. They just don't want to learn the language. They don't want to learn the language. They don't want to go out. They don't. Want- but they'd go out. They would go out and they yeah. you know walk around and with each other or with their husbands and stuff. But well, it'd be like us being on constant holiday, right? Yeah, you just constantly yeah. overseas yeah. in a country where you don't speak, the, don't local speak language. the language. <laughs> Well, and, you know, Australia has has a lot of expats living in, say, Asian countries like Thailand, mm. Bali and Indonesia and, and I imagine the Philippines. Well, and- Singapore, Philippines, well, China. Singapore, they have pretty good English though, right? But uh, I imagine yeah, it's English. It's yeah. interesting. But I imagine there are lots of, especially older men, who end up living over in these countries and they would probably never bother to actually learn the language to fluency, but love the country, love yeah. the people, love and the you culture. Can, you can function. But I think that is a kind of benefit of having English as your first language. I oh, would yeah. imagine trying to do that with, say, if your first language was, I, I don't know, if you Somali, were the one, if you were the one screwed, Icelandic you know? person on earth who did not speak English, <laughs> yeah. and you speak the one of the least spoken languages, and you arrive in Australia and yeah. nobody speaks Icelandic, which is a fairly problem, yeah, fairly probable thing. It's going to make your um, life hard. It would make your life hard because nobody would understand you. It's not like it's like any other language. Icelandic yeah, so. is so good. I yeah. wish I was so keen on learning it until I realised how few people there were. The fact that they all speak English almost perfectly. Better than we do. Yeah. And that even if you went there, lived there, it would be so much more difficult for you to try and learn Icelandic. Mm. But um, what, what can I remember from Icelandic? Yeah, later, Islandsku. I'm learning Icelandic. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, good little episode. I guess we can keep that one as a standalone. That's All about, right. Why not? Ten minutes. But yeah. yeah. So, what, what what would you take away from from that story in terms of um, migrants coming over here? Do you, um, do you think they had it good? Did they make the error of not sort of venturing out? Do you think they missed out? On Australian culture, or that Australia missed out on them as a result Look, I think of them not both learning of those, English. I think both of those things are true, um, but because they were in a, a bubble in a sense, because they had each other. Mm. Um, you know, there was the the two. Look, they were younger than me at the at time. At the time, yeah. You know, and but these two older uh, women who were perfectly happy being, you know, carers of their children, their grandchildren, and you know, cooking and cleaning and doing what they were doing. Because and they had their own little community, and they would have known other people who spoke Italian and other Maltese people, and so on. But um, so they didn't miss out on a, a life, and their life probably would have been very similar to the life they led back in Malta, yeah. but just within this little bubble. Fewer people. Um, fewer people, exactly. Um, but well, they left all the assholes back home. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> just take everyone that's good. Yeah, Let's take go. all the good people. Come to <laughs> Melbourne. Yeah, assholes, stay home. Uh, and uh, but I think you know. We as a general society miss out if we don't have the ability to learn more about you know, our you know, new Australians, we used to call them when we were kids, you know, the you know, migrants coming to Australia. And, and funnily enough, new Australians sort of now has this sort of old-fashioned thing about it, but well, it's I actually quite a fact, nice title. I love the it's fact that we nice have title. that, right? Because even yeah. with Kel... Um, a lot of my other friends and even a lot of you guys who speak to me and, and followers and listeners and viewers who tell me, oh, I've just become an Australian citizen. Yeah. It is a beautiful thing that they can come to a country like Australia and become Australian, whereas I don't yeah. think that that's the norm for most countries. I would imagine mm. that most Western countries, that's kind of the rule. And, well, probably any country that has a pre- pretty significant amount of immigration. Yeah, and look, we're a, you know, we like the United States, Canada. Um, New Zealand, those four yeah. countries, uh, because they are originally, well, in the case, all of them were British, but at least European colonies. Um, but they 
had very small Indigenous populations at the time. And so, the majority of their population that exists now have come from immigration. Yeah. And, and so, we're a country of immigrants. And from, you know, almost every country in the world, there are people that have, you know, come to Australia. And that's one of the beauties of living in a place like Australia is that you can go into the city of Melbourne and even if you, you know, obviously I like my food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> too much. Um, you said it, I didn't. Yeah, all right. Uh, it's all good, I like mine too. Yeah, and and yeah, you can go and eat at you know, 100 different yeah. nationalities of food in very good restaurants uh, within walking distance of the centre of the city of Melbourne. And and so that's just one example is food. But yeah. people bring, you know, it, bring different practices, different cultural practices, different uh, different sports, different, all sorts of different things that we all get to engage in. Uh, but I think the other side of that, that coin, as you were saying, with the, the immigrants themselves, if you don't engage in that community, then to be Australian to me now is a being multicultural. Yeah. You know, there's no, you know, yes, I come from a completely, completely Anglo-Celtic background, but I'm not quite in the minority, but getting close to that in Australia. Um, your, yeah. your son, you know, two generations later, your son is you know, half Brazilian. You know, well, we don't have any South Americans in our- And then his within mother that, he's 5% African, 5% Indigenous South American. Yeah. He's, yeah. you know, something like 50% Portuguese, Spanish, and then British yeah. as well in there. So, exactly. It's so, insane, you know, right? he's now carrying all of those little bits into Australia, um, at least in his DNA. Um, and, and so, I think there is that opportunity if you arrive in Australia- Firstly, I think learning the language is clearly the most important thing. Well, I was going to ask you. You can't engage you in the culture unless you know at least the remnants. Of what, your what is the responsibility of, of the country, and what is the responsibility of the immigrant? When the when so the immigrant arrives, has I imagine they have zero English, and uh, you know you can go one way where you end up like these Maltese women who. I, I would imagine are still giving back to the community and being a yeah. good part, a good citizen, and and an Australian, but. From my point of view, they're missing out on a very important part of being in whatever country it is, whether or not it's Australian. And that is, I see it as your responsibility to have the capacity to communicate with the local population. Yeah. Whether or not it's perfect, yeah. it's your responsibility, but it's the local population's responsibility to- give you ways in which you can then yes. learn to communicate, yeah. and right? And to accept that you're going to struggle with that communication yes. for a fair bit of time. And I grew up in that era in the 19, late 1950s, early 1960s as a kid. white Australian policy. With the white Australia policy where it was basically anybody who didn't come from Europe, you couldn't get into the country. And there was a, um, even within that, there was a very significant bias to being British. Yeah. Um, and- what do you think that- To pause you there, sorry, like we keep doing this, but yeah, what do you think that- right. What we're was that on the back tangents, of? We what, end up were, back where we started. Were people freaking out after the Second World War and they were oh, just it's older like- older than that. It's, it, it, this is First World Warish. Yeah, okay. Uh, that white Australia policy came from- But even then, we were fighting other Europeans, oh, weren't we, during the First World yeah, War, so- oh, Look, it's- it, 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 To be <laughs> frank- Not the French, not the French. Uh, to be frank, it was just straight out racism. <laughs> let's, let's not try and cover this up with anything else. Um, it was just straight out racism. But it was, was it racism from a fear? It was tribal, a xenophobic racism. It wasn't saying, a. Uh, less we want to keep a- Australia British. Yeah, okay. was basically the essence of it. Okay, and and from you know the politicians a hundred years ago. You know, but I would imagine that at the time they were still fine with say Germans or French people coming. It was just not those slightly darker people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, and they're, they're all. 
there were names, you know, you know, derogatory nicknames used for Germans and French and so on, but they were in no way the same as the derogatory nicknames for people from Southern Europe, from yeah. Italy, from Turkey, from Greece and so on. Uh, and so, and it was because they look different. Yeah. They're dark skin, dark hair. Now, not all Italians and Greeks and Turks look like that, but the ones that did- just got yeah, it's tagged bizarre, with being isn't it? Because different. I think before um, that it was all about Catholicism versus um, I don't know if it was Anglicism or if it was Protestantism. Yeah, Protestantism. Yeah. But they're the Christianity groups, right? I remember mm. reading about the first migrants, well, the first um, convicts to be brought to Australia, and that they had that Irish and um, oh, Great split Britain between, split yeah, because Catholic of Catholicism and, and Protestants, and so yeah. you had a lot of these rebellions and fights, and they were like, yeah, they're effing Catholics, and yeah. that they hated each other. And you know, if you watch. Um, What's that American movie with Leonardo DiCaprio in it? Uh, where he's in yeah, the street. That doesn't narrow it down much. Oh, God damn it. I should know this. Yeah. Let, me, let me quickly po- do Press pause while Pete yeah, does this. that's it. Exactly. Um, so, keep talking. Yeah. It's something New York, right? There's something of New Streets York. of New York. Streets of New York. Yeah. I believe that's We'd it. Catch it, it eventually. That? Streets of There is New a movie called York. Streets of New York. Yeah. It'll be something along those lines. Yeah. I don't think it's exactly that. Is it that? Streets of New York. No, I don't think it's that. There's a film called that Sorry. in the 1930s. But yeah. This is all going to be cut anyway. They had that <laughs> film with Leonardo DiCaprio where effectively it was sort of the Irish versus the non-Irish and that they were literally well, killing story, each other in the street. That streets. was a story of, of both New York and Boston. Yeah. Um, and in you can throw in the third Gangs group. Gangs of New York. Gangs of New God York. God damn yeah, it. Sorry. Gangs of New York. You can throw in the third group in both those cities, which was the Italians. Mm-hmm. And- the thing that the Italians and the Irish had in common was they were Catholic, and and yeah, so stick it, together. it became a you know, It was always the you know the English <laughs> who were you know they were not English at all. But two hundred years ago they came from England in America. Um, they were opposed to the Irish and they were opposed to the Italians. Um, they didn't see them as joined together, but the Italians and the Irish didn't even really join together, but it was common enemy. At least we're the um, same faith. And so, there's a lot of that politics that was going on. And even now, there is you know, the police departments in both cities yeah. are primarily Irish. Yeah, and that's right. And you've got to sit there and go, how did this happen? Uh, and mm. I'm sure it happened because the Irish saw that the way to get some control back in was to- Join the people who were in control. <laughs> so, interesting. Yeah. Where, 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 how did we get to there? I don't know. It's, it's always fun to sort of go on those meanders. Yeah. yeah. Malta to Irish police in New York. Yeah. But anyway, hope you enjoyed this one, guys. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Alrighty, you mob, thank you so much for listening to or watching this episode of The Goss. If you would like to watch the video, if you're currently listening to it and not watching it, you can do so on the Aussie English TV channel on YouTube. This is different from the main channel. You'll be able to subscribe to that. Just search Aussie English TV on YouTube. And if you're watching this and not listening to it, you can check this episode out also on the Aussie English podcast, which you can find via my free Aussie English podcast application on both Android and iPhone. You can download that for free or you can find it via any other good podcast uh, app that you've got on your phone, Spotify, podcast from iTunes, Stitcher, whatever it is. I'm your host, Pete. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a ripper of a day and I will see you next time. Peace.